Hello, everyone. Welcome to the News and Brews podcast uh, with Columbus Business First. My name is Emily Bench. I'm a staff reporter, and I will let everyone introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Rick Titus. I'm Doug Buchanan. I'm Dan Eaton. And I'm Mark Summerson. And with that, we will start our <laughs> podcast. After a few fits and starts, uh, <laughs> we, we, we're, we're starting. All right, Ladies so and gentlemen, go. open your beer. Good. Yeah. It's gonna spill. It's a good pour. No, you're good. No, look nice that. job. Very nicely done. Well, uh, what are we drinking today, Emily? Today we are drinking uh, a lime wit with tangerine. It's called Frosty. It's from Market Garden Brewery, which is located in Cleveland, Ohio. So does anyone know what a wit is? Because I didn't. I don't have a single wit. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Belgian wheat beer. Okay. It's different than German and American wheat beers. It How actually so? has more of a lemony citrus taste because of the use of coriander and orange peels and other spices when brewing. Hmm. So... There's your fun somebody, fact. somebody did their research. Yeah, I did. Do, was, I did a little that bit. That was very nicely which is, done. Which is new it's for an this advancement for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll read. I'll read the description of this drink for you guys listening in. Frosty leads off with an exhilarating aroma of lime and tangerine. Spicy Belgian yeast character plays with the lime's tartness, leading to a dry, quenching finish that pushes further into new flavor territory. Thanks to the judicious use of diverse ingredients, sure to keep you feeling frosty. I don't really know what frosty, like, what does it mean to feel frosty, but. I, I, I think alert. Uh, I th- awake, I think. Sure. I like this beer. I did not think I would. I, I, I did not think count, I would like it either. But this, yeah, I don't this count is myself as a wheat beer person, but this, I like this. It almost has a little bit of a sour taste to it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it tastes metallic <laughs> Metallic-y. Yeah. Okay, I don't taste Tastes that. It's like aluminum foil. Interesting. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> that was just the first thing I hear in my head. <laughs> okay. Um, can somebody remind me what coriander is? It's a spice. It's a spice, yeah. I know that, but I mean, like, was <laughs> it like the... It's the, like in the what, same, what like, in? realm as nutmeg and cinnamon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a little oh, so sweeter. Yeah. Coriander is a sweeter spice. Okay. I don't Do you taste, taste it in the beer? Not really. I get a lot of the lime. Like there's a there's definitely like a, an acidic, you know, kind of tanginess to it. Mm-hmm. I don't ta- taste a lot of the tangerine, but I, I do taste, taste the lime. And maybe that's cutting some of the limeness. I would have thought though with this bright orange can it would have some more tangerine flavor to it, but it's neon orange. <laughs> they, they used yeah. all the flavor up in the color of the can. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, what do you think? Uh, you can definitely taste the lime. And, and the, I, I could taste the tangerine. And the mm-hmm. big news is, is that after a full month off of uh, drinking beer, Rick is back. Yes. And enjoying a, a Frosty right now. Yes, yes. It's quite refreshing. I... I don't think it tastes like aluminum foil, <laughs> but um, it, it's know, it's different. It's, it's got a different taste to it. Yeah. So Belgian yeast is a it's its own thing. Um, so that I think so it's it's Belgian yeast and then the uh, 
the uh, what tangerine and whatnot, then that's that seems to be the combination that yes. makes it a true uh, uh, wit or wheat. Do we even know how to pronounce it? I think it? it's a wit. You think it's, it's wit? It's it's wit. Belgian wit. for white. I think. It's not Belgian for wheat. No. No. You think it's Belgian for white? Yeah, because it's like a white beer. Okay. I, I I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I, that, that's, yes, that, that sounds that sounds correct. To me. Okay. All right. That sounds correct. I think it's interesting. Um, Did, I um, can we talk about the cans for a second? Yes. Um, it uh, like the cans are literally frosty. They feel like there's. Oh, yeah. They feel sure. like something uh, textured. Got, yeah, it's textured like something spilled on them, but only on the logo. It's an interesting way of doing the can. Yeah. And it also makes me wonder if that's an effect just for this beer or if all their cans have it. Once I you, don't. Once you said it feels frosty, I thought, oh, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. One. I don't, I don't remember sure. their other ones feeling this yeah. way, so well, I don't know. It's kind of Interesting cool. decision. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I think the orange looks more like push-up. Or what are those things called? Yeah, yeah. 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 push-up, like a push-pop. Push-pops, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Push-pop orange yeah. than tangerine. Yeah. Um, Right, and then of course the color of the beer is a pale yellow itself. You can't see that out there, but we're all looking at them, and <laughs> yeah, quite pale and bubbly. It's very, very bubbly. Yeah. It does have a nice kind of dry. Uh, I know that was in the descriptor, but it does kind of a nice dry finish, not like like a champagne. But everyone's mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. these brute IPAs yeah. right. that use a champagne yeast, which isn't used in this, but I'm getting a similar sort of. Effect in the in the in the finish. Look there. at the spiciness. Hmm. This I, is spice. I get I get a little bit of that, but I really like Belgian beers, and I think I'm, you know, not that I just think those are flavors I'm I'm fairly mm-hmm. attuned to. Okay, is that some of that that sort of pepper and other spices you can get from from Belgian beers, Belgian yeast? Hmm. But not everybody tastes the same thing. Now, I heard that at Shock Tops, a Belgian mm-hmm. wit. Is that right? Um, I love Shock Tops. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I believe. So I haven't had one in a long time. I have not ever. That really? is Shock Top is Good. not craft beer. It's not. Is that the one with the mohawk? Yep. Yes. Okay, and that's made by a big producer. Yeah, it's it's it was um um it, I I believe it's uh, Anheuser Busch because I think it was their answer to um uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Yeah. Which is oh. also a Belgian yes. wit. Which is also oh. Belgian. So you might like those. I do like Blue Moon. Okay. And I've had Shock Top, and I think that's pretty. Blue good Moon was one of the first beers I really liked. Really? So yeah, yeah. That was, that, that was a, a gate, though not technically craft. It was a gateway beer for me, and I drank Blue Moon for a long time. Still, will drink it every now and then. It doesn't bother me. I don't think I haven't oh, okay. had one in years. Why yeah. the orange in stuck in it? I don't know. I don't know the the, my, the history of that. I don't. I think it just kind of goes with the flavor. My one friend used to put so many oranges in it in college. We used to say it was like a blue moon slushy because it was just mostly oranges, not really beer. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, if you have to flavor your beer with something, kind of yeah. like a Corona, where people are sticking mm-hmm. limes in them. I always figured if you have to add fruit to your beer, then there's problem with the beer. <laughs> but I don't like uh, not to criticize anybody's orange or lime fetish. <laughs> Well, I mean, are you saying that they, you would not put an orange put slice in this? Yeah. I would not. Really? You would not. I don't like adding fruit to my. I, I wouldn't turn beer. it away if it was uh, <laughs> if it was on the glass already. 
The, I guess the only things I like stuck in my drinks are olives and martinis and whatever they put into um, a good Bloody Mary, mm. which mm. is all sorts of stuff now. It could be, it could be bacon. Hot Cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for a beer, I just want a, a beer. I don't want to have to worry about choking on. What about like a mixed drink? Like if you had like fruit? Oh, yeah. I guess. Sure. So you but just don't beer. want anybody messing with your beer. I don't want anybody messing with... I just want the beer to stand on its own. With mm. the flavors the brewer intended you to have. Mm. Very I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about adding an orange slice to something that's already kind of down that path, flavor-wise, uh, because uh, I definitely understand with Corona because uh, we've done that where we've taste tested Corona without a lime and it's terrible. <laughs> uh, lime, the lime actually helps. Yeah, yeah it does help. <laughs> uh, but you know, with a Belgian style, I think of, of you know a nice slice of orange uh, on there is a pretty sure. nice uh, addition. I like a slice of pie with some of my beers, but not a any of that on what the side. Fruit. What pie would you pair with this beer? This would be a tough one. It might be. Um, oh, you could do a. Uh, a, a key lime pie. Mm, that is true. Lime on lime? Probably. It's a lot. It's a lot of lime, but it's a different type of lime. The flavors, would one's more sharp than this. The, the pie is more sharp than this. <laughs> this is more of a subtle lime taste. So I was telling Doug that I normally I would go towards a beer that we had the week before that Doug picked out, which was a, a what, a, a porter or a stout? It was, it was a, a porter. Porter, porter yes. Yeah. So I originally went over to the North Market and was looking around and wanted to get a beer like that, yeah. but then thought I should get something that I wouldn't normally try. So I got this one, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I proved my point. It fits well, the, the warming weather uh, nicely. Yeah. At least for the moment. 60-degree day in yeah. Yes. It was. Yesterday was nice. I had a, I had a uh, IPA in the afternoon to celebrate the warmth. <laughs> mm. Well... I would have had an IPA if it was cold too. I drank, <laughs> a, I, I drank a Christmas ale because I was trying to clear oh out God. beer from my you refrigerator. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. I was no. like, ah, I may as well just drink this. <laughs> Which one was it? It was Great Lakes. Was it oh, good? Boy. It, yeah, it was fine. Okay. Yeah. I currently have it. We have in our fridges um, Warped Wing. Have you guys ever heard of Warped mm-hmm. Wing? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. from Dayton. They're yeah. good. Sam's, my, my, for the listeners out there, my husband's from Dayton. So we have a lot of Warped Wing, and uh, we were drinking the Trotwood Lager, which is really good. I saw that at North Market. But. Does he, because he's from Dayton, choose more Dayton beers than Columbus beers? I don't I don't think so, actually. He, he really likes Warped Wing, but there's a lot of ones from there, too, that he just doesn't really like. Right. I think really the only one that he gets from Dayton is Warped Wing. I don't know how many I don't know other that, ones are from I don't from know there. that many other uh, Dayton breweries distribute here, at least in, in cans. Yeah. Right. In um, production. So he might have to go to Dayton. Yeah. I, I try to buy, I've become one of those, I'd like local, local beers if I can. Um, and then I'll spread out through Ohio, but I choose local first, then Ohio beers, then regional beers, and then further out, just because I like the idea of drinking Ohio beers. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, it makes me feel good. What's the difference between one brewed in Ohio taste-wise to one brewed? What's the normal state for brewing beer? It was a very common state. 
Oh, um, you know, California, North Carolina, Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, I don't. No, I mean, no, because it it depends on your ingredients. So, like wine, there's differences because Mm -hmm. you know you're actually growing the grapes, right? And and that's true somewhat for for you know the the agricultural aspects of beer. But actually, you know, they brewers tend to source from all over. They're less sort of geographically bound um, uh, uh, than like a winery. So I, I don't know that there's uh, an inherent uh, taste to any areas. Now, there are areas, we talked about uh, uh, IPAs a couple weeks ago, and there are areas that, you know, there's sort of a West Coast style of IPA, and there's a, hmm. like a New England style of IPA, but anyone can make those. It's just kind of got the geographic name based off of what who popularized it. So. Hmm. I just had an Ohio Pale Ale from Jackie O's, which when I bought it, I thought that that would mean that there were Ohio hops in it, but apparently I was mistaken about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I couldn't find any evidence that that was the case. Uh, It just seemed to be called Ohio Pale Ale. Um, It was a damn good beer. Darn, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch, Doug. There's no (laughs) (laughs) It was a darn good beer, but I I don't know that it had an Ohio connection besides being made by Jack Mm -hmm. Yeo's. That would be an interesting experience. Athens. Yeah, it's would, a good brewery if you ever get the chance. It would be an interesting there. experiment to, to you know, test a fully Ohio-hopped uh, beer versus... Well, you know, and I just had a land-grant Eos. Eos? I think that's how mm-hmm. you pronounce it. It's a Don Goddess. I had that last Thursday, and that one is all Ohio hops and all Ohio malts. Mm-hmm. And oh, it I, is. Okay. I couldn't... I drank it without knowing that. I had looked that up this week. I couldn't tell that they were Ohio. I'm yeah. not... My tongue is not that discerning that I'd be able to tell an Ohio <laughs> hop versus one from uh, anywhere else. Mm. But it was good. It's a nice session ale. So I was drinking during lunch, and I didn't want to you know, come back here reeking and stumbling, so maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a lot of editing this week. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Overall, though, yeah. Uh, yeah. The ABV on this is about 5.5%, which I don't know if that's normal for this mm-hmm. kind of beer, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a nice light taste. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you don't get a, a ton of alcohol taste in it at all. It's just this Mm-mm. nice light... Yeah, it's kind of a cliche to say it's like, is it, this is like if you were outside on a patio, like this would be a very... On a sunny day, this would be a very enjoyable beer. Yeah, I think so. I like... I think Mark, Market Garden puts out a lot of nice... Mm-hmm. A lot of nice beers, and a good variety of them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever get the chance to go up there, it's a nice spot. I was telling Emily before, um, went up before an Indians game a few years back and ate lunch at Market Garden and got to sample a couple of their beers, and it was phenomenal. It's a, mm. it's a nice cluster up there in, in Ohio City. I used to have a, a annual Cleveland trip with friends to do some things up there, and we would always go to Great Lakes, which is basically right across the street, right there in Ohio City. And then for years, they kept lobbying, like, let's go to, there are other breweries here, but one person on the trip is just a, a stickler for tradition. So <laughs> I would always lose that uh, that argument. So, But the Market Garden also owns a, a place called Nano, which is not right next door, where they do uh, a lot of uh, smaller batch beers and stuff mm. that, you know, eventually kind of make their way to to Market Garden. So, But it's uh, same, uh, the same people. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to mm. venture next door yeah. the next time. And the original platform's a little down the street. You've yep. been there before, been right? There, yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. I haven't been to that one. I have not been there. 
Um, I'm still, I had some strange experiences with platform beer that some things I did not care much for. So it's been a while since I've tried one. Yeah. Well, they, they do lots of things. So yeah, it's, I if, can't you, drink, if you drink enough of it, there, there, there are bound to be ones you like and ones you don't like. Uh, I will revisit everything. I'll so. revisit platform. Most definitely. Um, I got yeah. like a, like a cherry or a raspberry beer, some kind of like fruit beer, and it was not good from Platform. But it was it was a while ago, so oh. I've only been there once. Yeah. Okay, was... so you tend to go toward darker beers. I do. Okay, and so this is. I mean, so far, this has proved that a little more. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and this one, this one's a specific. It's not like a lot of um, lighter beers. This one has a. A little sour taste to it, which it does have sour taste to it, yeah. which I kind of like. And I'm not a big sour <laughs> fan, yeah. Um, but this one's kind of subtle, so that's why I think I like it more. And it is refreshing. Yeah, and I would have to agree with that. I think the tastes are kind of refreshing, but I don't like them. <laughs> well, you know, this podcast can't end until your beer is empty, so this is going to be a we long, have a long <laughs> way to go, folks. <laughs> Trying my hardest. Uh. I'll probably always be the last one to finish. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Rick? Yeah. Uh, wanted to ask you about your uh, what January was like, and now that you're back, oh, on, yeah. back on the beer, um, what are some of your findings? Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so it was a long month, <laughs> beer-wise. <laughs> um, but... Um, you know, I I texted uh, Dan. Wait, we're not really talking about this, are we? Because it's gonna be so long after the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Go for it. So there's no the location correlation really matter, there. It doesn't matter. Share your beer. You were, you were having a party. Yes. Um, not really a party. We were just uh, got, we got together to watch the Super Bowl, and um, my wife and I went shopping, and um, she she brought a six pack of beer over, and I. Being dry January, thought I'm not, I'm not going to drink, and I took uh, I took the six pack back um, over to the cooler. But when I was over there, I saw um, some CBC, some bottles of uh, the Columbus Brewing Company's uh, what was it, the Insane, Insane Wanderer. Wanderer. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I had a bit of a decision to make. So I didn't take me too long to pick it up and put it in the shopping cart and took it home and had a couple. And. And uh, Dan, Dan suggested that I take it easy, um, and, and, you know, we, we made these buffalo chicken flatbread uh, sandwiches, which were terrific, and um, one led to two, and next thing you know, I, was, I had drank three of these things, and they're pretty darn potent. So that was, uh, that was yesterday. And I'm back on. Today. I showed up to work. And, and did, you, did you lose a lot of weight? From not drinking beer, did you? Uh, no, I did didn't. Did you find any? Did you find your inner self? <laughs> Are you a more peaceful man? Give me something. Uh, something. Some. Some spiritual. Sure. Um, what What did you find? Side effect of? Uh, I slept just... better. I think I slept better. I slept okay. a lot better. Okay. Uh, I lost a little bit of weight. Okay. But uh, we don't have a scale in our house, so it's tough to tell. We'll just say you did. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. But why um, did you decide to do it? I just decided to do it. Uh, I read an article that uh, if you do a dry January, it leads to healthier outcomes. Sure. Uh, That was my thinking. But February is wet. 
So yes, far. yes, wet February so far. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if the Super Bowl was in February, why would you not want the beer? The why would I not want the beer? Yeah, you said that you took it back because well, you just wanted to keep the streak. She grabbed a six-pack of Coors Light and mm. put it in the... Uh, <laughs> that is made with corn syrup. Yes, as, 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 we, as we found out. So... If I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to have a few pops, uh, it was not going to be Coors yes, Light. Yes, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Hmm, I can't remember Are the last time Are you proud of that decision? Coors Light. With, with this the, the decision? Coors, no, this taking the Coors Light back. And, oh, yeah. And, you should be proud of that yeah, decision. I think so. I think yeah. I did well. But how do you tell your beers are cold without the little blue mountain? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> this, <laughs> this can it's frosty, says though. frosty, it's but frosty. Yeah. you can't tell it's frosty and... Until it has a blue mountain, which is probably the greatest thing Coors has ever done, is created a can that tells you when the beer is cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of cool. It's good marketing. <laughs> it yeah. is. I mean, I would want to, like, drink a beer that has the mountain with the ice sure. at the top. Yeah. Cold as a mountaintop. <laughs> well, I you get also it. should probably not be drinking your beers that cold. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> Why is that? Not that uh, cold? Yeah, it, kill, it kills the flavors. Like, oh. I mean, they, they need to be cold, but that's one of the, the funny things about, like, frosted, like, icy frosted beer mugs or, yeah. but or your the, <clears throat> marketing, you know, cans of cores of being super cold is that, you know, of course, there's not a lot of flavor to kill. I, I mm, yeah. And I'm not yeah. actually anti-Coors. I, so like, I like Coors Banquet beer. Maybe so. that's <laughs> why when we're tailgating, like, you're a Bills yeah. fan, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, when you're in Buffalo and you're tailgating, it's, it's going to be Coors Light versus a... I, I have never experienced that. Okay. I've never been thrown through a table or <laughs> participated in any sort of that shenanigans. I, can, no. I cannot vouch for what they no. drink up there. It's probably not Coors Light, though. I'm gonna, but I'm, gonna I'm assuming it, because it's Buffalo, everything is frozen anyway, yeah. so mm-hmm. the beers are all Although cold. Although it can't be helped. A good 75% left of this beer, so we'll probably have to end the podcast now. But thanks for listening in, and we will be with you next week. 